This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate. Then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com and join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. What is going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday to you all, or whatever day you're tuning in to listen to us. <laughs> I'm your host, Nick, joined by my producer, Chrissy. Chrissy, how you doing? I'm doing great. I've like, been super happy lately. I'm so happy for you. No, I know. Uh, still getting that Montana sex? Yeah, I'm going back. <laughs> uh, we have a, such a fun episode uh, for you today. Esther Pavinsky. The very hilarious, funny, very talented comedian, actor, actress, yeah. whatever people we're know her as Little Esther, calling it these days, uh, is our guest. Uh, she's doing great things. She's got a new special on ComedyCentral.com. Is it yeah. CC.com? Yeah, CC.com. Um, she's got Dollface on Hulu. She, oh, she's doing together. great things. She graced us with her presence, and we just kind of had a very fun topical conversation about dating topics and we just kind of rambled and uh, had some fun and gave some thoughts and yeah. our expert opinions on things. Expert. Expert opinions. If uh, I'm going to look for an expert, I'm calling the two of you first. Uh, we give some very detailed opinions about uh, people who've never gotten their heart broken. Uh, only I do. I don't know. Esther's great. I had a ton of fun with her. I think you will really enjoy this. Uh, anything else we need to cover before we get to the gold? No. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, send us your five-star reviews. That's all we really care about. Uh, and uh, care about other things. I don't care about one-star reviews. <laughs> well, okay, fair. fair don't, statement. Don't. Not interested in them. Uh, but I do appreciate you guys obviously listening. Go, go check out our uh, Monday S. Nick episodes, obviously, where we save lives, hear about relationships, and have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. Uh, without further ado... Esther. Nick, who are you? What's going on? You're like a hot guy with an essential oil business. What is this? What year is it? How did I it's get It's 2020. <laughs> and yes, he's all those things. <laughs> it is one, one of my business. My sister, who's a, 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 a holistic nutritionist, got me into it. Okay. That makes sense. Because it just seems like the most craziest thing. But I I, I love essential oils. You so do. it would yes, of course. I have because we can get this is boring, who cares? But I'm like afraid of artificial fragrance. So the only excitement I have in life is essential oils. But just you and essential oils are like it doesn't make sense, but I want it to make sense by the end of today. It doesn't have well here's why it it's real simple. 
one, my sister, the holistic nutritionist, certified. Maria, she you have 11 siblings? 10. What? 10. And you seem like your mom just loves you. My mom really loves me. What is that like? That my mom... <laughs> What is that? That your mom? Yes. Well, if you're not familiar, I watched uh, Esther's stand-up special. It's quite good. You need to check it out. Hot for my name. That's right. I really liked. There was a good line Thank about you. the uh, the flip of the first <laughs> and last name. Uh, but yes, uh, my mom loves me, and you seem to have a complicated relationship with your parents. I do. I'm just kind of like whatever to them i'm not all that you seem like you love your mom your mom loves you My, we it's a very healthy and you have 10 siblings like do you have a favorite like how do you even divide wise? yeah that's so many siblings like how do you even know them all <laughs> like, it's like so, i had so many more people than i know i i know all their birthdays i don't know their ages uh i'm confident on their first names <laughs> Do you like them all? Like, do you have favorites? I love them all. Oh wow! Oh my god! I, I like Is... I like most of them. Uh huh. <laughs> I, yeah. I, right. I, that's how I feel. Like I re I love them yeah. all. I would do anything for all of them. Mm -hmm. Some I really enjoy spending time with. Some are fine. And are you in the middle, like age wise? I'm the second oldest. I'm the oldest boy. Oh. I'm also like an Ugh. only child. I'm Why? the only child. I've always been very self sufficient. And like, I just... Only children I don't think of as self-sufficient. Okay, maybe that's... I think of as selfish. Well, you're an old, are you an only child? You I'm a half-only child. I have a half-older sister from my mom's first marriage. So she was around. I'm my dad's only child, Got which it. I think like really has a... It's, that's a that's thing. That's defined you. Yes. I've, in the nicest possible way, I've only cared about myself when I was a kid. I just like... The difference between me and my sisters around me, because it was I have an older sister and two younger sisters. Do you have brothers? Yeah, but they were like seven years. My Are you closest the favorite? brother, my mom's. Oh my god! Yeah. Not my 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 sister Maria, who I'm closest with, is my dad's favorite. The son who is the favorite of the mom is just the worst. You have the you're the worst. <laughs> because you just you you get it all your way all the time. You There's talked no about your. A boyfriend and your stand-up yeah. who like you don't know where his confidence comes from yes is he close with his mom yes yeah. she loves him yeah. so much it makes me sick yeah like i've always just been confident <laughs> i don't you know and i'm pretty sure it just comes from my mom just being like you're the best <laughs> how would it I'm like not? you know what i am yeah <laughs> i really thanks you know See, we all are blaming men for like being overly calm. It's the mom that does it to you. You need, I, if I have a child and I have a boy, I'm just going to be like, you suck. You suck. You're the worst. I'm going to make. <laughs> so on your stand-up special, people need to go watch it. But I thought it was really interesting. And I'm curious if you did this on purpose. It opens up in a very clever way of you kind of kind of talking about this kind of trope or whatever about like if you're a comedian you have to come from this dysfunctional childhood right yeah. and you have to have these and you're you're saying this to your parents <laughs> so right off the bat you're like is this is she does she have a great childhood and it's just like ironic and then it cuts into like you being pretty honest with your parents about your feelings towards them and then i'm just like wow esther's parents suck <laughs> But then it turns a little bit halfway through. There's like a reveal of her parents being like, I'm in love with you, audience. Like, Esther sucks. Yeah. We tried our we best. <laughs> and you, you leave the show 
amidst many laughs, being like, who's right? <laughs> <laughs> is Esther a liar and her parents are right? You're like, like I, yeah. And for a minute, you're like, she's just been messing with these poor people who <laughs> treated her so great the, her entire life, and she's just fucking with them the entire your, time. Your mom's like, so I hard. cried myself to sleep <laughs> trying to parent you. You're like in the backseat of the car, and your dad's like, that didn't happen. Like, <laughs> I know, my parents was like, get me out of the car. <laughs> This is, wow, I have not gotten, like, this good feedback. Like, I feel like you guys got it. Like, this is making me so happy because I didn't know there was this journey on there where you kind of trust me and then you don't trust me yeah. anymore. I love hearing this. Then there's the breastfeeding incident. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, well, point for Esther. <laughs> it's true. I was breastfed till two and a half, three and a half. I don't, now I don't remember, but I was breastfed so long. Oh, my God. So you had teeth? Yeah, that's like I remember one. it. It's not a joke. I mean, it is a joke, but I remember it. I remember breastfeeding. To each their own. Yes, that's right. I will let my stand-up special tell you more about that because I don't need to get into it. How about your parents? They're my best friends. People, but people always see our relationship and they're like, "Oh, you're you have it it's so good." But I'm like, I work for that. Like I'm, you know, it's not like you. If you've seen the special, you get it. It's they, they think I'm nothing. They don't care. They're like, whatever. They're unamused. They're unamused. By you. Yes. And they're so I love them because they're so funny together. Their dynamic is just so funny that whenever I'm with them, I'm laughing at them. So I'm like, I'm all in. I always want to be there and be part of that. So you, you have a lot of fun with your parents. I do, yeah. Um, but I also like that they don't think I'm that exciting. Like, you know, I kind of have to work for it all the time. So, but your your parents love you. You're, love me. Uh, wow. Both. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Equally. I mean, I truly hashtag blessed with, <laughs> with the love. I Yeah. It's. But my parents, I will say, like, I my parents are always. My parents could tell me when I was being an asshole. My yeah. parents, uh, one of the, and also one of the best things that my parents ever did. I wasn't coddled and spoiled that way. I always felt love from my parents, especially mm -hmm. mom. But uh, like I was always in sports, and so they had no problem with like letting other people yell at me as well. It wasn't like don't yell at my kid. Like I had very difficult and challenging coaches, which my parents liked. You yeah, know, where it wasn't, you know, I. I, I'm, you weren't like overly protected no, in the world. No, at all. Yeah, that's good. That yeah. That's good. So that balanced it out. It seems like that's the difference between you being normal and you having taken a turn being being a like, to being Norman Bates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they did it right. Yeah. <laughs> but you were almost Norman Bates, which is that's why I think you're cool. I'm on. I'm on. Like, <laughs> you know, like. There's there's some of that still there, I, maybe. There's definitely a couple like moments in my life. I'm like, it could have taken a turn. Yeah. <laughs> Too much love. Yeah. And, um, and, 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 and televised rejection. <laughs> one of my favorite memories as a child was hearing my parents and their siblings tell stories about their childhood. It's something that we always look forward to on holidays and get-togethers. And now you can cement them on paper forever and, and yeah. pass them on with StoryWorth. It's, I gave this to my dad for a gift. He loved it. And what they is, is they prompt you, you give this as a gift and then they, and it comes with like prompts to ask specific questions. And, yeah. They and mail you like questions. They mail you like questions. That, right? And then, and then these family members or people tell their stories and then they put it in and make a book for you. 
It's, so it's cool. just a great child. It's just a great thing to have to preserve memories, dig deep with people, really find out their past. Or a way to connect it's why some, people yeah. can't be together. It's amazing what we hear about our parents' childhoods. Like sometimes we forget our parents were people. You know, they were human beings who made mistakes and, 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 and all those things. And as adults, it's fun to hear about those things. Yeah. And uh, StoryWorth helps you kind of put that into a, a nice capsule and uh, have it for the family. For maybe, maybe you give it to your grandparents and then you give it to your, your kids. It's, a, it's an amazing thing. My dad loved it. So connect with family and discover untold stories with StoryWorth. Get started right away without the need for shipping by going to StoryWorth.com slash V-I-A-L-L. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash V-I-A-L-L for $10 off. Hey, gyms are still closed, people. And uh, doing the same thing over and over not only is boring, but you, you get a lower return on investment. Like if you run every day or you do bicycling, cross rope. I've been jumping rope like crazy since I've been using jump yeah. rope. And I mix it up. I throw it in a couple times a week. It's an amazing workout. It's fun. They have this amazing app with all different types of exercises and ways to use the cross ropes. They have weighted ropes so you can get some physical resistance. So you get some cardio. There's a lot of things you can do. And it's much different. It mixes it up. Yeah. Makes it fun for I, you. I, I love it. Uh, interchangeable ropes built for all experience levels. Highly durable. And yeah, they they are very durable and they look great. And when you get really good at jumping rope, you just look cool. I don't know if you know this, but you do. Adjustable <laughs> weight ropes add full body strength training to high intensity cardio. Get your heart rate up while you work out your core, back, shoulders, arms, glutes, and more. No fluff, just fun, effective workouts anyone can do. Right now, you can get $40 off the Get Fit Bundle plus free shipping at crossrope.com. Slash V-I-A-L-L. That's crossrope.com slash V-I-A-L-L. They even offer a 60-day risk-free money-back guarantee. You are someone who, like myself, I feel like likes to have strong opinions about anything. Yeah, you got to. I, I totally agree. Yeah. I just, whatever it is, you need to feel strongly about it. <laughs> I like to be very specific about everything. Like... I I don't know. Yeah, I think that just comes though from your how who you are. I don't know if that's like your upbringing or whatever. I don't know. You gotta have. Do you take. think it's upbringing or your personality? That's all the same thing. I don't I don't know. Nature nurture kind of thing. Uh, what this isn't a science show. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm not gonna try to answer nature versus nurture for you. That I don't have a take on. <laughs> okay. Are you? How are you similar to your half sibling? Um, we're, we're the opposites. Opposite. We're so different, but we do connect strongly on like talking shit about our parents. Like that's, we just, she's the only other person who's like experienced it with me. So we have a strong bond there. So there's definitely something your parents do. It's not just because your parents argument is you're an attention whore. Yeah, they're wrong. I mean, yes, that's true, but that's their fault. No, they are so, they, and together they're this toxic combination. Like they make no sense together. Um, they're such different people, but no, everyone who leaves, everyone they've raised has eating issues. My sister, me, I like, we're all like obsessed with food and afraid of it. My, even their dog, their dog is obese. <laughs> they have an obese dog who who worships the bag of food and you can't go to the basement because this dog is just guarding the dog food <laughs> and my, like now no one can like get to the laundry because he'll attack your feet like they cause psychological problems on everyone in their path 
It's not. I, I swear it's not me. It's them. I stand by my side. Okay, I was. was <laughs> that's why we had you on yeah. to solve this dilemma. <laughs> um, are you down for having, um, since we, we like to go into topics, just talking about random topics, sure. given our uh, topical show that we have? Yeah. We'll just run down the list and see where it goes. Okay. First topic. Uh, men who don't reciprocate. What does that even mean? Like men who expect you to go down on them, but what? won't go down on you. <laughs> uh, could be sexual, obviously. Could I think sexual. that's what we certainly intended, okay. but it could be other aspects. Like what? Making the bed? Because that's not happening either. This is, <laughs> men, this is, this concept is so foreign to me. I don't, I didn't even know what it meant. Okay. Because in my relationship, like you have to do so much before I'll even do so little that like it will <laughs> never be an issue. I, that's never happening. That's like so out of the question. I I used to admire, I used to have girlfriends who like would tell me that they would have the guy go down on them and then they would just have the guy leave. And I was like, oh yeah, that's like, that's goals. Like that's what you need. Men, look, you're a man. <laughs> you need to be told what to do. You need, you can't, no one can just like, expect you to do what they want like you need to kind of show guys what you and so if you expect a guy to reciprocate that's crazy they need to do it first hmm. what do you mean <laughs> it's crazy to she's expect saying, a guy she's to, saying don't reciprocate until he does it first yeah like yeah, yeah. what do you what is your take well my take is reciprocity is extraordinarily important in relationships <laughs> Uh, you know, it, th this is one of those hard conversations because as a guy, you know, it's like he's lying, you know, in a sense of like, it's like uh, someone asking you about your dick size. You can't win. Right. <laughs> if you say if you say it's like huge, you're like, of course, he's going to say that. If you say it's small, you're being like maybe he's you know, you can't you can't not sound like a douchebag by a, for a guy talking about. It. So and, and as I'm a guy, if you're just like, well, I love I do this. You're just like, are you trying to say the right thing? But I think, listen, I think it's important to reciprocate. I find it shocking that uh, to hear women yesterday on one of our uh, Ask Nick podcasts, uh, a girl said that she's dated more than one guy who says, has no problem getting head, but says he's saving it, going down on a girl for marriage. They're fucking, he's getting head. He's saving that for his wife. I and I, guy. I gotta meet this guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> the I, balls? Can we get lunch? Uh, I wanna get lunch with you. <laughs> I gotta talk to this guy. Like, that I, is fucking a master manipulator psychopath. I gotta yeah, sit down. Like the balls. I want business advice from this man. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. I feel like I'm translating your thing. What you're trying to say is you're like, look, I'm a hot, famous guy. Like girls like me and they throw, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I just think like, I, I, I don't know. I think you really, you have to set your own rules, right? Like you have to set, like, just don't, don't allow that. Don't. I don't know. It's confusing. It's complicated. I then I have these guy friends that are like, yeah, these girls, they just want to go down on me all day. And I'm like, I don't get it. But that's a thing. Like, good for you. But you just have to like assert your needs as a as all humans have to do. Yeah. Why do you think so many women um don't feel 
are afraid to ask for reciprocity or or the culture the culture yeah porn. yeah it's just the it's just the way we're yeah that's just a thing that i'm not going to be able to solve today i, I think i do I <laughs> tomorrow think, call me how do you feel about dating apps i've never done them i don't under, i don't know are you on them i have been on them before it seems really hard for me because I don't like the vulnerability that you have to, I love vulnerability, but it's like a weird kind of, I don't like a man who I know wants me, you know, like, and I don't think I'm, he, I don't, maybe not me, but I just, when I see a guy in a dating app, I'm like, oh, so they, they're like lonely is what I think. Whereas <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, so you're lonely. Like, I don't. Even if you're on it. Well, you've never been on it. No. The idea already. It's hard for me. And I don't know like when my fiance eventually dumps me for saying something stupid about him <laughs> on a podcast. I don't know what I would do. I don't know how dating apps would work for me. It's such a weird because I like to chase. So I don't want a guy that like is open to me. Like I want I want to like. <laughs> so your perfect dating app bio with a guy who just writes, I hate you. Yeah, no, yeah. Or <laughs> and you see it, you're like, he's talking about me. I hate him. I have to convince <laughs> him to like me. <laughs> it's just, it's hard. For, I don't know. I don't like a guy that's like on the hunt. That's always kind of been my, speaking of like specific takes earlier, like I never want to, I know there's all that advice, like let him chase you. I'm not into that. I don't want to be chased because a guy who's hunting and chasing you, once he catches you, he's going to like try and hunt and chase somebody else. So I'm not about that. Like I, I like to see a guy and be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to fucking chase his ass and like, and hunt him because then I know he's, he's not a hunter and I don't need to worry about him going out and hunting. Like I'm the hunter. Is that? You seem confused. Makes a lot of no, I, I'm not confused at all. <laughs> what I'm trying to do is, you know, figure out what that means about you. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a, <laughs> and I'm also not a doctor, so my opinion doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, you you chase them. Are do you feel like when you because when you as a guy is it a sense of accomplishment whenever you've been able to land said? Are you asking? Do you say as a guy referring to me? No. <laughs> as a guy as yeah i guess that's how it sounded but i'm saying like as guys they do that right the sense yeah. of like chase accomplishment yeah do you do you feel like you're getting the same not really i mean a little bit but i think it's different just because i'm not a guy and so i'm not i'm not like biologically created to like fuck as many people as possible like that's not my thing that's guys thing um <laughs> not all guys so i'm like okay i got him and now it's like you know from the biological standpoint like now you provide for me and we'll give you a baby but i'm not get, i'm not doing that but we have a dog but um my question for you though is because you were on a show where all these women were after you i feel like doesn't that fuck you up aren't you like I feel like that would mess me up. Cause in general? Like, almost in the relationship and dating world, because you're like, all these women wanted me. Like, doesn't that make you think women are just weird now? Well, I think the show has certainly had an effect on me. Yeah. Working on I mean, you have an therapist. essential oil company now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but as far as, like, being The Bachelor and having women go, go on... Yeah. Now, that specific thing, because didn't fuck me up because there's also the element of like like i wasn't like delusional to think like they're truly all obsessed with me you're like this is a show this is it was just like i'm sure like i was confident in 
myself and that if there was a connection, I had, I, they would like me, but it wasn't like these people. And quite honestly, that would have turned me off if I would have thought like 30 people who were unobjectively obsessed with me, you know, like totally. that, that wouldn't, I wouldn't, in that sense, I, as a guy I mean, who likes to chase, I don't like, yeah, I like to chase. I like, you do. I, I like a chase, but nothing, I don't find anything unattractive about a girl reaching out to me or pursuing me or being confident at all. Like I, I've, I've very much like opinionated people and right. women. And so that's never been a turnoff for me. Right. Uh, but so yeah. for you, when you say you like the chase, the chase could also just be like someone has pursued you and the chase is almost like getting to know each other. And sure. like, like, yeah, I hear you. I don't, I, I don't like the chase so much in the kind of traditional sense. Like I have to feel like I've chased you, but yeah. as a guy, sure. You, you know, you like, you know, you like the chase, I guess. I mean, yeah. I'm a competitive guy. For example, yesterday, interesting kind of, I, I don't really talk talk about my personal that's how it that's affected uh me sorry i'm what i don't like talking about my dating life out i'm viv i've been very private for someone who's been on the show four times interesting i, I didn't know I that ever talk about my dating life i that's a good boundary for you to have probably yeah it's one of those things i struggle with because i feel like i have to make this choice between you know because i've haven't like settled down in a traditional sense and i've dated you know and there's you know things i've gotten out about people i've dated you know mm -hmm. especially if someone is in the public eye yeah um but i feel like i have to i'm stuck between this choice of like being perceived as a whore because like if i date someone for three months and like i don't show them on my social or because then it's like over the course of the year maybe i've dated four or five people you know right yeah or just notoriously single i've chosen the notoriously single because i just never talk about people i'm dating or going on dates with i see so it just comes across as i've been utterly alone for the better part of how long that's correct right <laughs> utterly alone uh, sad you know what my favorite protein is collagen protein Collagen is the single most abundant protein in your body. Did you know that? I did not know that. Now you do. It holds everything together. We don't want to fall apart. Uh, your bones, <laughs> muscles, tendons, your hair, your skin, your nails, and even your GI tract. It, it's, 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 it's the protein I use. And when you mix bubs protein, yeah. it, 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 it mixes easily. You don't have to like go through this whole mission of shaking, stirring, blending to yeah. make sure it's not grainy. It's not at all. It tastes great. Whole30 approved, NSF certified for sport, keto, and paleo friendly and non-GMO free. No flavors, fillers, or impurities. Nothing more or less than the best collagen out there. And 10% of every Bub's natural sale goes to charity. So you'll feel great while doing great things. So it has so many more benefits than just regular protein powder. That's right. And you can get your gains in still with okay. all those added benefits. So get 20% <laughs> off your first order when you use promo code VIALL at bubsnaturals.com. That's 20% off with promo code VIALL at bubsnaturals.com. Do you love music? Uh, yeah, everyone loves music. That's like saying, do you music. love oxygen? So if you love it, and you do, obviously, you'll love streaming it on Amazon Music. I know I do. I got my yeah. Amazon Alexas throughout my house. I'm like, whatever I, whatever I say, Alexa, play this. Alexa, play that. Never. Seriously. Never has Alexa been like, sorry, we don't have it. They're like, great. Here we go. Here. Oh, that's so fun. I couldn't, like, can you imagine like 10 years ago having doing that? Like, We take that for granted. Amazon Music has it all. It's at the 
tip of your fingerprints. And so if you want to have that sexy playlist, boom, Alexa's oh, got you it. you create your own playlist so house, easily on it. You're doing house chores, Alexa's got it. So when you subscribe to Amazon Music Unlimited like I do, mm-hmm, you get even more unlimited access to 60 million songs on demand and always ad free. So you can play the songs you want when you want them. Amazon Music has millions of songs and thousands of podcasts streaming for free. You can follow podcasts you love like mine. Download them to listen offline or just ask Alexa to start listening. You're going to love Amazon Music Unlimited. Right now, new subscribers can try Amazon Music Unlimited free for 30 days. Go to amazon.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's amazon.com slash V-I-A-L-L to try Amazon Music Unlimited free for 30 days. Amazon.com slash V-I-A-L-L where news automatically cancels anytime. Offer ends 926 terms apply truly you're going to love it i do i've been using it for years friend zone what is that do you say that about every question (laughs) have you ever been in the friend zone have you friend zone guys you're in a you're engaged yeah you have guy friends i have a million guy friends Yeah. you have guy friends that you've had sex with before no no okay These are these are things people find themselves in. Yeah. I don't understand the concept of friend zoning. I think it's kind of a weird, like almost sexist idea and concept that guys made up where they're like, oh, she won't fuck you. You're in the friend zone. How about we're just friends? How about there's there, you're just my friend and we were never going to f- have sex and I don't like you that way. You don't like me that way. But I have. I feel like I have great guy friends who have no, they're not interested in me at all. And I make it, we all make it very clear. And I think that's kind of has to be the approach. Some guy that like is being your friend because he wants more. That's fucking creepy, man. Let me know out the gate. You're attracted to me. I know what this is. You know, that's creepy. What is this? Like get in as the friend and then we'll fall in love. That's so fucking weird. No. Don't think women do it too. (sighs) Yeah, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Yeah, and that would suck actually. And I, in fact, I've. I think always, men do it more. I've always been very conscious of that, and I never want to do that to a guy. I never want to make a guy. I never want to creep a guy out. I, like I know that that's fully in my. I'm capable of creeping a guy out. I don't want to do that. So I always, I would never want to betray the friendship and then be like, oh. Well, now I like you and now it's now I'm going to be this creep who we can't keep talking because I've developed feelings for you. Like, I don't. That's my problem. That's not the other do you, person's problem. Do you think you're you do, you've never done that because you are. Do you think you're a confident person? Yeah, in ways. Yeah. Yeah. Like you. I don't know you that well, but you seem like you have no problem being assertive yeah. at the appropriate moment. Yes. That you, so in that sense, if you liked a guy in being the chaser that you yes. are, you'll just let him know. I think people do it because they're afraid. Yeah, uh, that's true. It's just like, oh, they want to hang out with me and I'm just too afraid to go there. So yeah, let's be friends. Well, I think that there's a, a difference between a couple hangouts where you're kind of feeling the vibe out and like pursuing, a, like having a real friendship for months or maybe even years. Because you're right. I do think actually, I know this maybe seems contradictory, but hopefully you understand. It's like the best way to get to know someone if you're going to maybe be in a relationship with them is to just treat it as a friendship for like a couple dates. I mean, like this is a date, but I'm treating you as though that's just always been my um, that's helped me 
stay calm when I like someone yeah. is to be like, it's like, if I liked you, I, what would I, I wouldn't like put on some kind of weird, like show. I would just be like, okay, I'm going to talk to him as a friend and see how that goes. But it wouldn't be like a long developed friendship. It would be like, we would know. That makes a lot a of sense. Of I like that. You take the, uh, it's like, yeah, you, you, you don't dress up more than you would That's to meet a friend. Sure. you like, look nice. Yeah. But like, if you are, you wear jeans and t-shirts out. You wear it. I like that too. It, I find it weird if on a first date someone looks like they they went a little extra. Yeah, it, and also it and the acting a little extra. Like they're like everything. They're so cute and perfect. Like that's not attractive to me, and I don't want to do that. Um, but yeah, the friend zone thing is is tough. Like again, I know I said I I want to pursue, and I think. For me, I know right away, like, what, how am I going about this? And so, but it is, I, you know what? There is totally situations where I'm sure you get to know someone as a friend and then you guys develop feelings. I've genuinely never had that happen, but I can see how that's like a common thing. I, I think it only happens when one of the people in this friendship has always been lying to themselves in the friend. Like yes. it was never really there. I, thank you. I like that. There's exceptions to every rule. You know, every time I say something like that, everyone's like, well, that's not how I'm. <laughs> um, I have been able to have friends who are women who I've had sex with. And that there's. I hate this so much. I hate this. <laughs> Let me explain. I hate There's it. Except it's here's how you do it. Here's how you do it. Here's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> in, in both in, in both cases, uh, we met in a date like in a dating situation. Uh huh. The the objective for both of us is to potentially date, mm -hmm. and then we went on a couple dates, and then we had some sex. Uh, and we enjoyed each other's company, and for whatever reason, mostly be probably because. I'm like, don't show affection and, and like, I'm really guarded. I don't know. I'm just like, I don't really know. You, you fucking suck. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then it just kind of ended. Yeah. For no. You mean you ghosted them? No. No. We just kind of, st I don't ghost. We just kind of stopped hanging out. Mm -hmm. And in both cases, time went by. This happened with three people, not two, three people. Um, and then we reconnected somehow, either like we bumped into each other at a party or one of them reached out just like, Hey, and acknowledged like, you know, it wasn't going to work out, but you're cool. So like, let's hang. Okay. And then we just became friends and quickly like, so the sex is off the table. Mm -hmm. We've got that out of the way. You know, I feel like I'm in a 90s sitcom. Look, sex is off the table. Yeah. I, I like, and then, I've like, never heard anyone say that to me. We've never <laughs> said that. We just we just knew like we've already had sex and so like we're, there's no like awkward oh i mean like i want to be in a sitcom with you right now where you just are like esther sex is off the table yeah. <laughs> we've already done it and and then like she's talking talking to me about guys i'm talking to her about girls and we're just straight up friends and but aren't I, you ever like oh we're gonna get hammered one night and we're gonna end never up doing it again no and i've got drunk i've gotten drunk with these people and gone out and like there's no and that's the thing. It's not like, well, we've had sex, we don't hook up, but like they've spent the night. No, it's friends. It's straight up friends. Like they've never, there, there's no line ever crossed. And I've been able to be friends with these people. And it, I, there's no weird feelings. There's no weird nothing. Maybe. Yeah. And it was I, because we had it. sex. Okay. Maybe right. Bad sex. No, I'm just <laughs> 
I I don't have complaints. I don't. Maybe they do. <laughs> But I again. They're for, like, woo, missed that one. Thank God and he these, doesn't want to have any more sex. It, I, 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 I love. By the way, come to me with your worst sex. I'll fix you. Like, there's no. I don't have bad sex. It's on. I, I will fix it. What do you mean by that? Like, there's. If a guy is doing something wrong, I'm like, no. Fi- we're figuring this out right now. Okay. You're a communicator. <laughs> yes. Again, you're the person who has no problem with the <laughs> yeah. appropriate moment, moment speaking. I think that's great. I've always said. Half the battle is just giving a shit and wanting to be good. Yeah. Right? Like, especially for guys, you hear a lot of stories who just guys just assume, I have a dick, therefore I'm awesome at sex. And that's not a good thing. Any guy who's just like, any guy, like you said, it's like, I keep telling, I've told this story, you know, the best, one of the best things that ever happened to me is in high school, a friend of a girl I was dating pulled me aside at gym class and said, stop doing what you're doing. Here's how you do it. And I was like, oh. Wait, I got, I learned how to have sex in high school too. Um, (laughs) I swear. It wasn't even sex. It was was like, what? We were just like making out and basically like just cranking on each other's privates for 45 minutes. Thinking. You know, you know, how would, when you gave hand jobs in high school, like your guys are just like, oh my God, this sucks. And you think it's cool, but it's not because she's like, doesn't know what she's doing. And guys do the same thing where they're out there just jackhammering with their hands. (laughs) and like, she fucking loves this. And she's too afraid to say something. Meanwhile, the next day you're just like, my fuck can't move my hand. Cause like you're doing it for 45 minutes. You're like, when do we stop doing, you know, like no one's making each other comps. You just keep going. And meanwhile, you think you're awesome. And I'll never right. She pulled me aside and she's like, that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And I was <laughs> like, oh. Me. And she did it in a very nice yeah. way. That's cool. And she just told me what to do. And it, again, it changed my life because it just taught me that, like, you just have to ask. Yeah. People are different. Yeah. You have to care. And everyone's different. I'm a bad kisser. I'm famously a bad kisser. My fiance always tells me this. He's like, the first time when you kissed me, it was, you were too excited. You <laughs> shoved your tongue down my throat you kiss like you're in middle school (laughs) and i still that's how i that's i like that like i'm sticking i'm committing to that bad kissing style how does he kiss so you he's not the only one it's not no yeah that's i'm a terrible kisser everyone tells me it's like you're you're too excited i get too excited to kiss (laughs) i I mean it's hard for me to only dogs (laughs) only dogs know how to kiss me. i'm trying to figure out how i get is there a one of your in in a movie or show that you're doing where you're making out where i can see this no but it's just like just you're really excited and you will give a lot of tongue i think it's i think it's hot i can see how that could be a problem lizard tongue is not hot what's lizard tongue like when it goes really, 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 really no, fast. No, no, no. I can like, deal. No. I can deal with a lot of tongue. What I can't deal with is just open the open mouth, no movement. Hundred <laughs> percent. Where you have to do all the work. It's like what? No, what? it's like the open mouth, like the tongue movement. No, it's boring. That's the worst. I don't know what to do. Yeah, like just kind of half open. That I. That's the, to me is the only way you're a, a bad kisser. Yeah. Oh, if you do nothing. Do nothing. See, if if I have like, someone who's doing nothing, I'm like, I know what to do with that. I can, I'll do it all. But wait, I want to go back to high school, teenage girl sex advice, because I learned how to have sex in high school too. And I got the best advice from like the pretty popular girl. Like we, I was like, I just was like, let's get, let's have a lunch meeting. I, I treated high school. Did you schedule the meeting? Yeah. High school sex for me was like how I treat like business now. I'm like, let's sit down. Let's do lunch. Tell me what to do. And she was like, 
you just do what feels good for you. And that's what guys like. And I was like, oh, perfect. Cause you, there's no, you don't know how to, you just go in and do what you want. And I'm like, oh, that's good advice. And I'm just want to share that with all the listeners. <laughs> just do what you want. I think that's great. But what do you mean specifically? <laughs> there's no specifics. You have to interpret. It's to the user's interpretation. Do what you want. Just go in and be, do what you want. <laughs> And get out. Uh, and if a guy's not good at something, you agree because I that you should just tell him. Yeah, yeah. Don't. How would you go about it? Are you afraid of hurting guys? No. Ego. No, because look at I have this like full face, and I'm like look like I'm somehow 11 years old and also 73. Like nobody's gonna get hurt. Their feelings hurt by me. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not the like the the gorgeous figured lady that's going to let them down. No, I'm just like, all right, this is not, let's figure this out together. It's okay. I'm on your side. <laughs> I'm here to help. We both were on the same team. We both want this to be good. Let's do it. And have you ever had a guy get defensive? Uh, no, guys love, guys want to know. Okay, that's, that's good to hear because yeah. I hear a lot of stories where it's, it's the not. opposite. And I'm just like, I don't think, it's By the way, if you pull, and this could go for girls too, if you, people just want to know that you like them. If if you tap a girl on the guy on the shoulder, just pull them, like, hey, I, I like you. There's nothing hotter than being told that you're someone like, you like someone, someone likes you, whatever. I like you. Let's just like make some adjustments here. Okay. Like. I just, I think it would be scary if someone was like, don't, you're doing that wrong. You know, you just have to be like, I like you. Like, let's, look, come on. It's a great way to do it. But some people will say things like, well, why do you do that? Well, then they're. I know. That's not, you can't. It's all about your delivery. And you also, I don't think it's cool to shame someone for what they're into not that i've like been through things that are crazy but like i think you kind of have to just understand that if someone likes that they like that and you don't want to um so with friend zone friends with benefits you think are equally as disruptive what? i don't really get the friends with benefits either yeah that you someone it's like the same thing you're someone's playing someone there's like a i just maybe there's this world where there's these hyper attractive people out there who are hyper confident and they can just have sex with people and it means nothing because there's so many other people out there that want to have sex with them so it's not a big deal maybe that i'm totally open to the fact that that exists it's not my experience. I'm not on that wavelength on that planet, but I know there are people on a different planet than me. Like I just, I know that super hot girls, their experience in life is way different than mine. What and do you mean? I mean, I had this roommate in a, when I first moved to LA, I always had like revolving roommates and I had one, she's this beautiful blonde girl. She's an actress. And we had just, she just moved in with me and we're like, let's go out. Like, let's have fun. We went to a bar in Santa Monica, something I'd never done. And we walk in the bar and immediately like seven guys walk up to her and ask her like, okay, buy you a drink. And I was like, what is happening? I was like, I thought, I, I thought that only happened in movies. Like that's a real thing. And that's when I learned like, oh, like people, they're, Attractive people are they're living a different life. Yes, I accept it. I'm fine with it. I like my spot. I'm I've gotten cozy where I am. I'm like, okay, that's your world. That's yeah. like my world is also like, which I'm sure you'll agree. My world is also like, hey, how are you? So tell me about your friend. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which is fine. I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. No. Like we're telling you, like you have like this superpower. No, it's. I think you guys have your own problems. <laughs> I'm very, like I said, I'm very comfortable where I am. You guys ha- come with issues like fucking these friends with benefits situations. <laughs> you have these crazy game. It's it's a thing. Well, I don't. I don't think the friends with benefits. I think friends with benefits is just a different term for friend zone well it's a different type of friend zone yeah yes it's like i want to fuck you but i don't like you enough to go if i'm bored and i'm too lazy to go look for sex no it's the it's the i want to date you you'll have sex with me but you won't date me and so we'll just keep playing this game you're hooking up on a regular basis and you're playing house someone doesn't want to commit but we're at least acknowledging there's a a physical attraction the the straight friend zone is I want to have sex with you and you don't even want to have sex with me, but I want to also date you. Does that make sense? And, in in oh, both yes, situations, you're, yes. someone's lying. You know, it's like yeah. the friends with benefit is you still like someone wants to have more the relationship. Yeah, there's always the friend zone. You want to have a relationship. You're just not having sex. Yeah. Hooking up is just like, yeah, we, we fuck once in a while. Okay. And there's like no commitment. You're not going to movies. You're not hanging out. You're not going to... Um, the whatever flea markets together. Right. You're just you're just calling each other up late at night and like once in a while having sex. That is like that's more of a hookup. That's yeah. not that friends with benefits. That's just like I got a hookup friend. To me, friends with benefits. I hear that and I think it's like we're literally friends, but we just like go in the bedroom to just like it's like a very it's just about physical needs. I don't know. I, this is just like a child's brain's interpretation of it because I've never had that. So I don't know what you said. <laughs> it's what you said. Uh, are you a sex positive person? What is that? I'm, that I'm genuinely asking. Well, I you uh, you uh, like talking of, like you, sex is a positive thing. You don't. Uh, yeah. Sex shame. You're no. Not, yeah. You know, uh, of course. Uh, you're. How do you feel about hooking up on the first date? Uh, I was always that person. And I've learned that you shouldn't do that. You, why? <laughs> no, no, don't I, do that. You shouldn't? No, don't do that. Why? Because it's, I don't know. Like I'm, you know what? I'm pretty much third date, which is easy. That's like, easy. that's too easy. What's don't do that. What's the difference between third and first date? Um, a callback. <laughs> well, yeah, a callback. No, you know a little okay. more. You, um... Also, it's usually a lot e- like for me in my relationship, as I, I've kind of I kind of made it all happen. I my friends call me like the master manipulator. They say that I have everything in my life planned out on my computer at home secretly. Like I'm this creep that's like planning it all. But that's only a little bit true because our first date was just coffee. Well, it was supposed to be my show. And then I got to my show and I didn't want to perform because I knew if it went bad that that would ruin the vibe. So I it was the first day was coffee, second date was dinner, third date was let's hang at your place. So I just don't think you can. I, I think it's a little too much to have a first date be out and then be like let's go back home. I think that's too. You're like too much too soon, just in terms of hanging out. Like I think we should have our boundary. Like let's go to let's go home separately. Okay. I don't know why. What what's your? I I uh, I. I don't think there's a difference between 
the first, second, third, fourth. You sound like we're on a date and you're like, look, yeah. the third date's the same. We might yeah. as well do it tonight. Yeah, do but in, in fact, it's after midnight. It's technically date two. No, I'm <laughs> But if you, if a girl, if you hook up with a girl on the first date, how do you, what do you, what's your take on that? I, I don't think there, I think whatever you, I think what you do is totally fine. What I, I'm just saying, there's nothing, there's no difference between the first and third date. If you want to wait, Wait, if you're like, I would want to take it slow. There's, I'm not saying that's wrong. That's great. And if you are saving it for marriage, great. If you want to wait a year, great. I just equate it to my movie analogy. People like certain movies a lot. They'll want to rewatch them. Yeah. Sometimes you watch a movie. It's fine. You don't need to see it again. Is it sex? Yeah. And sometimes you walk out of the movies. It's terrible. And sex is the same way. It is. Especially early on. If the difference, like, if a guy has sex with you on the third date and likes having sex, he'll want to have sex with you again. If a guy has sex with you on the first date and likes having sex with you, he'll want to have sex again. It's just a matter I of agree. It's the people. them liking sex. It's them liking you, and it's not like... The only, the only thing about waiting, and that's why I think there's no difference between the first and third date, because if you have, a, if you have sex that early, so much of the guy's decision to keep hanging out will be based on the sexual experience. Mm-hmm. If you wait two or three months and they really know who you are, there might be more of a balance in that. Like, they might be like, yeah, sex was good. And then maybe you teach each other and get familiar with each other. So I'm just saying there's not much of a difference between first and third. If you're going to have sex early, have sex early. Like I agree. waiting to the third date is not going to somehow get him to like you more. I agree. I think that's really good, honest feedback. Yeah. I agree. I Yeah, I always did it wrong because I was always so, if I liked someone, I was so excited to have sex with them. I needed to do it right away. And I've learned that that's not really the right healthy. Way. I think it's a wrong or right way. And again, if you want to, if you're a girl or a guy who wants to be like, I just want to have sex with this person. I'm not worried about yeah. if it's going to go anywhere. Maybe it will. Then I'm going to have sex. What is bad sex though? Because you like, how is a girl bad at sex? It's not good or bad. It's, it's just a bad chemistry. It's or? like watching a movie. I don't know. Clunky. Oh, no. it's like not even clunky. It's, for me, it's just like, am I just really into this person? Yeah. Again, it's not bad sex. It's totally good. It's fine. I just, I, I may not ever need to watch it again. <laughs> this is wild. And if I like, if I see it on TV again, and like, if I have to watch it again, I'll probably in enjoy it. Oh my God. And there's some movies where I'm just like, oh God, it's such a good movie. I can't <laughs> wait to see it again. <laughs> Sometimes you're just like, oh God, how long is this movie on for? Like, is it over yet? Like that's, I feel like women are the same way. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> Inter I'm just taking it in. I'm just taking it in. Filtering it. I do feel like there's more variance. Men can get, I think for men, women can only get so much better. They're either into it or they're not. I think for men with women, you can really, men can really be terrible or great just how much they give a shit, right? Yeah. I think with men. You mean they like their sensitivity? Like, what do you mean? Like how much they give a shit? Like what I'm saying is, if I'm attracted to a girl mm -hmm. and I there's chemistry, pheromones, physical attraction, whatever, I'm probably going to like having sex with her yeah. unless she just shows up and does nothing and or says weird things or baby actually talk. baby baby Your talk favorite. the daddy stuff. Like <laughs> actually that was in your special. Yeah, you don't like that. 
<laughs> you throw out a daddy once and like surprise me and you say in a way, that's kind of hot. You say it over and over and over and over. All of a sudden I'm like, okay, I can't. This is fucking weird. Like it, you yeah. get in my head. Like, why? You know, why? you, you, you Anything once, you'll surprise me. I'm like, okay, that's a little nasty. Like, okay, good for you. <laughs> but you say it multiple times, and I'm just going to be like, wait, what? You're like, there's a problem here. There's a, yeah, anything too, too much of anything. Yeah. Don't repeat the same, the rule number one of talking dirty. I don't know how it is for women, but for men, just don't say anything over and over no, and over. If you don't know what to say, say nothing. Yeah. yeah. Sprinkle it in. Or Stop speak, repeating yourself. Speak from the heart. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I agree. Don't repeat yourself. Don't repeat. don't repeat yourself too much. Yeah. So that is I have a bit about this in my stand-up, but I wanted to I'm like because I'm in this committed relationship. So I'm like, we're in it. Like, let's just do it up. Like, let's just we let's just sample everything so i was like i'm gonna call you daddy and he's like no he will he's not down with that he, he's disgusted by yeah, it yeah and especially if a girl said i just a heads up this is gonna happen immediately no. <laughs> turn off you know like uh, what i'm so saying you know. is like anything once you're just like okay i'm a little caught off guard but this seems wrong and wrong's kind of hot but like yeah. you say it one more time but if you gave me a warning, can I? I'm gonna try daddy on you. <laughs> fuck no. So fuck, unattractive. Fuck no. <laughs> baby talk is the fucking worst. What is ba baby talk? Is just like whining, pampering. Yeah. Or literal baby talk. I've had that. No. You even had like a girl be like goo goo gaga. <laughs> Not goo goo gaga, but I had a girl ask me to read her a, a story. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I, not, I not get during that. sex. I want that. She's like, I want that. <laughs> I've asked my. I've had. I've had him read to me, not sexually, but I, I, I do baby talk, but it's not in in a sexual context. It's like I spilled, and then he's gonna be like, "Stop! Don't do that." Yeah. He hates it. He shuts I it fucking, down. I no any type of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate it. There's nothing I hate more. That's I need like if you're sad, if you're real sadness and you cry, I'm totally fine with that. But if you act like a child, like, yeah, oh, I'm sad. If you're like that, does not work on me. Yeah, be like, oh, I'm trying to be cute and get my way. I stop it right now, or I will leave you forever. <laughs> you should get lunch with my fiance. You guys are the same. Like you guys will get. You're in the same vein. Yeah, he can't. He's disgusted by it. It's so gross. <laughs> I fucking hate it. <laughs> but I don't, I've, I've dated a hand, enough of women where it's just like, why do you, I just don't get why it must work on some guys. Yeah. I, I don't. I guess it does. Yeah. I don't know. I've never, it's never worked for me, but I won't stop trying. <laughs> <laughs> how I are, love to fail. How are you with breakups? Horrible. I've only ever been dumped. I've never broken up with someone. Um, and are you jealous of that? Jealous of I think you're winning in that department. Why? You, uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, breaking up with someone's never f fun. Yeah. Uh, um, and I also think, it, not to sound, I think being broken up with builds character. It sure does. Yes. And that character is Izzy on Dollface. Season one is on Hulu. <laughs> um, I, no, I agree. I, 
I also am all about feeling it. Like I'm never that person's going to pretend I'm okay. So when I get dumped, like anyone in my peripheral vision is going to hear about it. And that sure surely cuts people out of my life. People are like, I'm done with this, but I need to get through it and I need help. And I reach out for help and the right people find me and will help me. But, um, yeah, it, that sucks. Being dumped sucks, but it is also such a good, you, it's almost like you get this reset button that you can't get from anything else, but being dumped and you like start to work out more and you eat better and you're like work because you have to stay really busy to get your mind off of it so i do think it getting dumped is like a mini boot camp of like making your life a little better a huge red flag for me would be someone who's never been broken up with oh why i just i I, i'm worried about them being a sociopath because they're dumping everyone yeah yeah, there's just you have to care about someone enough to be vulnerable enough to like, you know, because everyone's annoying yeah. in a sense, right? Like, I don't care who you are. And if you haven't annoyed someone enough to break up with you, then you can't be yourself. This is amazing. So like, I'm writing this one down. Heartbreak. What? So like someone who hasn't experienced heartbreak as opposed to just dumping somebody. And, and again, yeah, maybe you don't have to have like this tragic heartbreak story, but you, some. if I'm like, have you ever been broken up with ever? And they're like, No. Then I'm concerned. Then you you don't know who you are. I you love don't. that. Is everyone listening? That's the piece. That's the takeaway today. That was so good. I, I just love, made it up. <laughs> probably, yeah. It, uh, no, but it's true. I mean, I that's always been a red flag. I think the why I just kind of came up with. Everyone is annoying, and you got to be your annoying self, or you're not being true to yourself, and you're just like a scary robot. Finding love is. Being annoying to the right person who is still annoyed, yeah, but finds it a level of endearing that they can tolerate. That's love. Until you can find that, you haven't found yourself or you haven't found your person and you're just like, you found someone who can tolerate you enough to have sex with. And if you're always breaking up with people, that means like someone else can be themselves, but you can't and you're just distant enough that you keep them chasing. And you're like cutting them out because there were, you know... They did the what they did the wrong silly thing once instead of like just accepting them for who they are and kind of working through it a little bit. Yeah. So if you've never been dumped and you're listening, go out there. Go out there and start being annoying. Get therapy. <laughs> I uh, don't I, date me because I'll never dump you. <laughs> uh, what else is going on in your life? Um, what else is going on in my life? I'm starting a clothing line, a tie-dye based clothing line. What? Really? Can I get some? Sure. Yeah. When it's ready, I will happily send you some. Um, and I, yeah, my standup special is done. It's, it's a weird time for me because it's a pandemic. So standup is like gone. Yeah. Um, so I'm, that's why I've been like focusing on the tie-dye stuff just because that is fun for me. It makes me happy and I love sweatpants and, um, and yeah, and I, I'm on a show on Hulu called Dollface. So we're just kind of waiting to hear if that's going to shoot or and you not. have a podcast. Yeah, I have a podcast. Thank you. <laughs> it's called Esther Club. And it's people say it's just like having a 30 minute FaceTime call with me. Like I'm just kind of talking to them. And then I host a beauty podcast called Glowing Up, which we talk about wellness stuff. You should come on and talk about your essential oils. I, I would uh, gladly. All right, Esther, before we let you go, yeah. we'll play a fun game called Do You Know Me? Okay. We're going to ask you some questions. Mm-hmm. We're going to guess the answers. So oh. don't yell it out. Okay. <laughs> Try not to give it away with your face as well. Okay. Just be like, 
you know, don't like. Don't. When I'm whenever I play games groups, people, I the person who has to have a paper bag over my head because I cheat with like my face. Yeah, okay, try not to. <laughs> also, but if you do, it's fine. And if uh, if you have once you do answer the question, if you want to explain your answer, you can. If you don't okay. want to, you don't have to. Okay. Do you know me with Esther? Povitsky. Question okay. number one. I actually think I know the answer to this because I watched her special. Okay. Has Esther washed her sheets in the past week? I'm going to say no because she described herself as filthy at times. I'm going to say yes because she's also very like, I live in a pandemic. So let's see. Do I answer now? Yes. No, I have not. I don't want. I'm sorry. I, I carry hand sanitizer with me everywhere. And I did that before the pandemic. And my therapist threatened to throw my hand sanitizer away because she was like, I think you have a problem. But no, I have not washed my sheets within the last week. I'm just, I don't know. I haven't either. <laughs> a week, maybe once a month. I don't know. There's. Been, I don't know. I do it every week. I'm like, you oh, do? I'm like a crazy like, I feel like overly clean. I, I mean, I don't, ridiculous but I would agree that I think it's gross that i don't okay i'm fine with it it's my bacteria they're my bed yeah. bugs they know yeah. me i again <laughs> that totally fine that no judgment just as much as like running on purpose <laughs> question number two did esther ever have to wear a uniform to work i'm gonna say yes yeah i mean sure at some point although she's a bit of a non-conformist I feel like. But I also feel like I would have loved to see her at like a Dairy Queen. Here's what, I, here's what <laughs> I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. Yes, technically she has. She Whatever that job was, it did not go well. <laughs> well played. You may answer. Okay, I worked in carry out at Mangiano's where I wore a uniform. I worked at Johnny Rockets. Ooh. I worked at Hard Rock Cafe. And... Uh, I was in it. I didn't work at Dairy Queen, but I was in several Dairy Queen commercials <laughs> where I wore the uniform and kept it because I was so excited to have the iconic look. You were in some Dairy Queen commercials. <laughs> That's right. It's a big win. It is, especially for someone as big of a Dairy Queen fan as myself. Midwest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh my God. My the parents. Blizzards as a kid. Oreo it was Blizzard. Truly. <sighs> it's magic. Nothing better. It's the only reason you behaved as a child <laughs> to get a Dairy Queen Blizzard. Like, what else was I good for? <laughs> Uh, has Esther talked to one of their parents today? It's early. It's the it's morning. Early. It's the morning. They're in the Midwest, though, so they've been up a little bit. I'm, I'm going to say it. no, but I've, I I want to say your dad calls you randomly for no reason often. I agree. No. Okay. I, you're right. I haven't talked to them today yet, but... They don't call me randomly for no reason often. They don't. Okay. I have to call them. Oh. They're like, because they know if they call me at the wrong time, I'm like, what? Like, I'm like in a bad mood. So they just let me come to them. Oh. And if they do call randomly, they'll be like, are you okay? You, you didn't call us the last two days. I'm like, I'm fine. So they don't, I call them. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you don't talk to them every day? Most days, though. Can Esther roll a joint? A hundred percent. Yes, <laughs> she could do it. Everyone's learned at some point. Uh, I'm going to say no. 
I've never smoked weed. I've never touched it. No, I can't. You can know how to roll a joint without touching <laughs> it. So why? I mean, great. Is, is there a particular reason why you are been substance free your there's, whole life? I feel like there's like almost a million reasons. Like I just was never interested in it, and I I love cupcakes. So I'm like I, the way I love desserts. The, I'm gonna be too weird with these other things that I'll have less control over. So I'm just gonna play it safe and sit that one out for her addictive personality is reserved for brownies people thank you yeah i i mean i drank a little bit in my 20s and i i didn't touch any other drug until my 30s and that was because dare worked for me big time yeah it did work for me too i was scared no i'll I'll never forget. This is a true story. I'm not making it up. We had Dare, fifth grade, I th you know. And they give you like charts of like what drugs do to you. Yeah. Did they bring you the fucked they, up cars and stuff? They too? turn you green. And I just was like, and then in middle, I'll never forget eighth grade, some of my friends dabbled in smoking marijuana. And I just remember actively being like, guys, <laughs> did you not pay attention in Dare? It, it's going to turn you green. I, this is an actual thought I had. It just, Dare made so much sense to me. I'm just a kid being like, yeah, of course, I will never do this. Yes. Never. Yes. This is terrible. Same. Yes. And I had a good older sister who was like, look, drugs can be laced with things. You don't know what you're getting and you could just suddenly die for no reason. I'm like, great. Enough said. Scared. Yeah. I was Done. scared of my mother yeah. <laughs> to get caught. It was, it, I think it, it was in line with like, being Catholic and Catholic guilt and yep. shame. Same. So it all kind of worked. And then, and I'm, I don't do a lot of it, substance now, but uh, I've, I've, that, that smoking marijuana was a real moment for me. Does Esther like pulp in their orange juice? I'm going to adjust this and say, does Esther mind pulp? Because no, I don't know if anyone likes pulp. I don't know if everyone's drinking orange juice and go, you know what this mm, is missing? Pulp. pulp. But there's plenty of people, like myself, don't mind pulp at all. I so loathe does pulp. Esther loathe pulp is the question. Uh, yeah, I don't think she likes pulp. I don't think so either. I hope not. I love pulp. No! <laughs> <laughs> Do you really? really? Because it shows me that the orange juice is fresh. It's real. It's show Yeah. What is it? I don't want it from concentrate. I want it fresh. And I want. I, I just want to put through a strainer. That doesn't mean it's not fresh. It just went through a strainer. No, I want to. I want my orange juice to be so pulpy. I feel like it's a meal. No. no. I want it to be half meal. Like it makes this is the. Uh, like it's stuck. In purest dinner. All right. Two more. Does Esther crack her knuckles? I mean, she's cracked her knuckles, but she doesn't crack her knuckles. Like, is it a habit? Yeah. No. He hasn't done it since she's gotten here. Yeah. No. I was a hand model in fourth grade. What? <laughs> yeah. In fourth grade. American Girl Doll Catalog. Yeah, that's me. I know you, you knew you knew me from somewhere. <laughs> that's these babies. <laughs> the last question. Can Esther name all four Beatles? Technically, there were five, I feel like. But can you name all four? Uh, yeah. First names only would suffice. I'm going to say no. Paul. Yeah. Ringo. Yeah. Tom. What? Tom. <laughs> Tom the Beatle. <laughs> no, John 
And this one's probably the hardest. John 2? George. George, okay. So no. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. It is the and Beatles. I, I, I feel like I could have pictured you, you being a big Beatles fan. I like the music, but I just think someone who loves the Beatles, it's like, what? what's wrong with you? Like, you're, <laughs> what are you trying to prove? Uh, one of my best friends is married to someone who, obsessed with the Beatles, plays the Beatles. Uh, she volunteers at a food uh, kitchen every week and always plays the Beatles. But I think it's fine, though. They it's they did get engaged on stage in front of Paul McCartney. She's like, I just think when you're too obsessed with one thing, it's like, what are you hiding from? Yeah, all there's us? something weird. Yeah. But it's fine. Like, that's how they're coping. But everybody has their one weird thing. Yeah. It's all, co- it's just coping. What's your one weird thing? I have, I have a million weird. I'm, it's all weird. Everything is bad. <laughs> Everything I do is shady and bad and weird. I, I doubt that. <laughs> Wait, so you asked, I know you, you're wanting to get me out of here, but you did ask me a, a story about air, and I want to tell it to you quickly. Yes. So, it's a dating story because I know this show is about dating. Um, and I haven't done it in a very long time. But in high school, I went on I went on one blind date in my life. Have you gone on a blind date? Like, what do you mean by blind date? What do I mean? You don't because I right because like I've never been on a true blind date. I haven't been like I'm gonna set you up with someone and I just agree to show up not knowing anything about this person. I've never done that. Okay, I did it, and this was back in the day in high school, so there wasn't. It wasn't like everyone had Instagram. You could kind of truly have a blind date. So I, and my, basically one of my best girlfriends from who I did dance with outside of school, um, I had just gotten out of a relationship and I was looking to meet someone and she had just got a new boyfriend from a different school. And you know, in high school, like, you know, all the guys from your school. So it's like, oh, now there's going to be like people from a different school. This is exciting. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, great. So I go to the blind, I go to the, it's a double date, me and, me and, them and his friend and we're at california pizza kitchen i see him i'm not like holy shit he's so hot but i'm like he's cute you know like he's tall he's, he's cute and we have dinner and we're talking and we have a lot in common and it's like i don't know there's like a vibe and it's good and i'm like this could be something like maybe whatever and at the end of the meal he's like wait what did he gets kind of like weird. He's like, what did you say your last name was? And I'm like, oh, it's Pavitsky. He just looks at me. He's like, oh, we're cousins. What? I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm Jason. Like, yeah, I'm. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Because he says his full name. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I remember your grandma's funeral. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. In high school. Yeah. I'm like, we are. That's how disconnected my dad's side of the family is, is that I went on a full date with my cousin and would have not known it. First cousin? No. Uh, I have no first cousins on that side. So um, second, I would say, or something like that. Second. I feel like that's an important thing to not having r- really scar you. True. That said, I have first cousins who I'm super attracted to, but oh. that's. <laughs> we dive into that. That just took a turn. <laughs> I was when I was little. I should have said I was attracted to them. I'm not anymore. Um, I don't think, yeah. I'm from the Midwest. Cousins, whatever. But I did not want to date my cousin. So I was like, okay. It's a great title. Attracted to her cousins. No. <laughs> have you ever gone on a date with your cousin? No. I, I, I have a hot cousin in the sense that she was older. 
Yeah. And a lo- she was a model and all my friends thought she was super hot and I just didn't get it. Interesting. So your brain works right. It worked properly. So your brain works right. Congratulations. I was like, really? Good for you. Her? Huh. I guess. I don't know. <gasps> but yeah. That's weird. Uh, Esther, this has been a ton of fun. I know. Thanks so much for coming. I Where know. can people find you? I have a solo podcast called Esther Club, and that's on YouTube and everywhere else. And then if you're into beauty, I have Glowing Up, which is also a podcast. And my one-hour stand-up special, it's called Hot For My Name, and it's free on uh, cc.com through Comedy Central. It's, it's very good. Thank you. It's I watched it. It's really good. Enjoyed it. It's uh, produced by Adam Sandler and Comedy Central. Um. Yeah, and then I'm on Dollface on Hulu with Shane Mitchell, Kat Dennings, and Brenda Song. You're killing it. I when are, are how <laughs> how much time do we have before you're too famous and too successful to be friends with me? No, no time. I'm nothing. I'm never. Nothing is going to change me. Okay. That's been established. I'm. I drive a 2001 Toyota Camry. I saw that you followed me on Instagram. So you must have seen that yesterday I did a, I ate Taco Bell in my car. I, I nothing. I'm good. You're good. You're safe. <laughs> Cause I feel like this yeah. could and be a you, nice friendship. Yeah. No, I, I know. Just, I and know you and her husband you're, have you're so like, much in common. Like you're thri- talking. I'm feeling like I'm catching you right when things are about to pop here. <laughs> you're so like kind. I, and you I'm know? catching you on the way, no, <laughs> on the way to essential oil success, yeah. which is arguably. That's like, she's going to stay friends with you just so she can have oil for life. Um, I want, no, I would love for you to come do an episode of Esther club. I think that would be really fun. Me, you and your fiance. He's no, he's not on it anymore. I kicked him off. Great. <laughs> Just us. <laughs> All right. Uh, Esther, it's been a ton of fun. Uh, thanks for coming. Uh, thanks for listening, guys, as always. Oh, you want to come back for one of our Ask Nick episodes and we'll give people relationship advice? I feel like you could be quite good. I at would that. love to. Let's do it. Great. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to send your questions at asknickacastme.com, cast with a K. Uh, subscribe, five stars, all that fun stuff. And we will see you on Monday. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 